Thank you for tuning in to the Everyday Christian Podcast, a work of Scattered Abroad, which is overseen by the East Hill Church of Christ in Pulaski, Tennessee. You can find our website at scatteredabroad.org. In this podcast, we show that God deserves every praise from every creature every day. Here is your host, Chase Green. Hello and welcome to Season 3, Episode 20 of the Everyday Christian Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Green. This is Season 1 with the Scattered Abroad Network of Podcasts, and I'm certainly thankful for our involvement with this network. You need to check it out. You can check it out at our website, scatteredabroad.org. There you can find all sorts of podcasts for you to listen to each day of the week. Today we have one of those podcasters with us to continue our study on For the Love of Preaching. And today we have Jameson Stewart with us. He is the host of the Asking God Why podcast, which premieres on Fridays at the Scattered Abroad Network. Jameson, I appreciate you joining us for the podcast today. How are you doing? Yeah, man, I'm doing good. Good to be with you today. Good deal. Well, we want to ask Jameson some questions about preaching, how he got into preaching, and uh, what he likes most about preaching, and those sorts of things. Again, we're trying to encourage men who are thinking about going into preaching to do so. Now, Jameson, before we get into those questions, would you like to introduce yourself a little bit? Yeah, yeah, I will. Uh, get started with start with family. I've been married to my wife Ashley now for uh, this year, 2021, will be eight years. Uh, we've got three three little kids: Nate, Hayson, David, Drew. truly is a wonderful blessing to be able to preach and not just, you know, preaching in the pulpit, which is wonderful, but all the other things that we do throughout the week as well, you know, uh, checking in with members and having Bible studies and uh, just many wonderful works that are involved in preaching. And uh, maybe we'll get into some of those here in a moment. Before we get started with questions about you in particular, Jameson, I want to ask you if you would, define preaching for us and, and tell us why is preaching needed? Yeah, um, the definition, I guess, just of the word preach, such as we find in um, a, a passage that we hear quite often, Second Timothy 4, 2, uh, preach the word. The definition of that word preach basically just simply means to proclaim, you know, proclaim as a herald. There's news that needs to be announced. There's news that needs to be proclaimed. That's what preaching is. It's proclaiming that news. Um, I, I like the definition of a 
biblical preacher uh, taken from a book that I have called Invitation to Biblical Preaching. Uh, and in that book, the writer, he, he defines a biblical preacher as saying, look at what God is saying to us. That's the definition of a biblical preacher. Look at what God is saying to us. Uh, he, he breaks it down as saying, look at what God is saying. We're presenting the truth. We're presenting the exact meaning of what the Bible says. And then to us, we are doing that. We're presenting the truth. We're presenting the exact thing in a manner, in a way that is relevant to us today, to the listener in the audience today. So that's, I guess, just sort of a, a basic definition of that. And then why is that needed? Well, first of all, we are commanded to preach God's Word. A passage I mentioned earlier, 2 Timothy 4.2. We must preach the Word of God. So, we need to be very careful to proclaim exactly what God has said, remaining true to me. Uh, I, I stress to my teaching class sometimes, or, or preaching the sermon perhaps, or just talking to somebody, I often try to stress to individuals that the meaning of a passage of scripture or a chapter or whatever you, know, you think about you know when Moses wrote by inspiration the book of Exodus that means exactly what it meant when Moses first wrote it. meaning of that book meaning of any passage you go to you know whatever the meaning of that has absolutely never changed and never will change so we have to be very careful to remain true to the meaning of the text. And then second, we not only are we commanded to preach God's word, but also we need to help people see how the truth of God's word fits into our lives today. You know, because, and so what I tell people is the meaning never ever changes. The application, night change, may change. You know, for example, you know, we don't live under the law of Moses today. We're not Israelites wandering around in the wilderness. Um, also, you know, we don't live in the first century as, as a Jew under Roman rule. So, there is a need to make application of those passages today. And, and that's why it's so important to preach the exact meaning of the text. Because if we get the meaning wrong, which never changes, if we get the meaning wrong, then our application is most likely going to be wrong. Uh, and people need to know. You know, I mean, we need to preach the Word of God. For example, uh, my mind goes to, you know, the Israelites crossing the Red Sea. Uh, people need to know how that applies to them today in their lives. Day. You know, as they go to school tomorrow, or as they go to work, or as they interact with family, with friends, you know, they need to know, okay, I need to know the meaning. What is the exact meaning of the Israelites crossing the Red Sea? But also, I need to know, okay, what what is the application of that to me today? I mean, I'm not an Israelite standing on the shores of the Red Sea waiting to cross. What is, what's the application to me today? So, we 
guess to kind of sum all that up, that's kind of my thoughts there is, you know, we need to be very careful to preach the true and exact meaning of the text. And we need to do it in a way where people understand here's how it applies to your life today. I like what you said there about look at what God is saying to us. And I'm reminded of we're going through the minor prophets on Wednesday nights right now. And there's so much rich application in there for what's going on in the world today. It's, it's uncanny how much application there is. And so, you know, we look at what God said to them and he's saying the same thing to us as well. And and we've got to make sure and make that proper application. So I definitely uh, appreciate you mentioning that. Let's go ahead and move on to our next question. Jameson, what prompted you to get into preaching? Uh, well, um, really, I guess it was um, growing up, I suppose, I had occasionally you know, given invitations on Wednesday night. You know, occasionally, maybe someone asked me to preach. Um, but I never really, uh, guess, you know, out of high school, early 20s, I never really had any desire to do that. Um, I knew, you know, it was something I could do. Um, and I would do, you know, maybe a few times a year, but it, it wasn't really something that I, I wanted to pursue. Um, and then later on, you know, I, I, uh, spent some time working. I worked with gospel broadcasting network for a while. Um, then got a sales job in Memphis. And I just remember I'd, I'd been reading some different books, you know, I guess personal development, career development kind of stuff. And it is just wanting you to think about things. And I was, I had just been thinking and I decided that I needed to do something. Um, what I did, what I got up and did every day, I needed to do something where I could go to bed at night, my head on my pillow, knowing that what I had done that day had made a very real uh, difference. You know, what I'm doing is helping people, uh, you know, and helping them to do this or to do that. I, I, I know that what I'm doing is making a difference in people's lives. I, I, I figured out about myself that I needed that. Um, so in just thinking about different things, I, I thought, well, I don't think there's anything better I could do as far as helping people in the best way possible than to, to go into being a preacher. Uh, so really, that's what I guess. That's really what prompted me to get into preaching. Is I I I worked long enough to realize that what I needed was making a difference in life better. And I could think of, for me personally, there was nothing better that I could do than go to preaching. I can certainly relate to that, and you know, I worked in in secular work for a little while, uh, and you know, it was it was good. But I also felt like I wanted to help people and uh, I wanted to serve God and and went into preaching uh, with that mindset as well. And you went to the Memphis School of Preaching. You were a, a year after me, I believe, uh, 2018 graduate. That's right. Right. So 
Could you tell us a little bit about your experience there and, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly, if you will? Yeah, well, I mean, for me, it was, I mean, I mean, I think most of it was pretty much, uh, was really good. Um, we really, at the time, it was, it was me, my wife, and we only had, uh, just the one child at that point. Um, but I mean, we, I mean, we loved our time there. Uh, I, I was in, we were a, about by Memphis's standards, we were a smaller class. I think the class that I was in, I can't remember how many of us graduated together. It was 11, 12, 13, something like that. Um, which by Memphis's standards is a small class. Um, but man, it was a good group of guys. I mean, we were, we were, we were very tight. Uh, there wasn't, you know, that, I know sometimes the classes can get so big, you know, there's just kind of certain groups that all hang out together. And this group does this, and they don't really have, you know, they don't really get to know anyone else in the class very well. But our class was so small. I mean, we all became really good friends. I mean, really close. And we just all, we just enjoyed being in class together. Um, now, something that you know, people always say, and there's no denying it, so will I ever deny it. Um, preaching school, and this isn't just Memphis, but this would be, you know, any preaching school someone can go to. I mean, it's hard. Um, I don't know if every preaching school is like Memphis, but I think a lot of them are usually two-year programs. And what you are basically doing is you are shoving four years worth of school into two years. Um, I mean, it's hard. I mean, it is a full-time, uh, <laughs> You are a full-time student, no doubt. Um, but yeah, it, it was a it was a great experience. One that I believe certainly kind of helped lay the foundation um, for me to be able to do you know, what I'm doing now. Which really, for school, that's really what it's there for. I mean, that's what it's that's what they do. You know, is they're not they're not trying to set you up so that you never have to study again or that you never have to write sermons again, but they're, they're laying the foundation so that when you do graduate, you start preaching somewhere, you have the foundation laid to be able to build on. Right. Um, and I know in my experience anyway, they certainly helped me and prepared me. They certainly helped lay that foundation that I desperately would need. Um, and it's something that I'm forever grateful for that. Uh, it's a great experience. Yeah, you talk about that foundation, and that's certainly true. I, I remember one of the main takeaways I got from preaching school, of you know, besides like the memory work and the friendships and things of that nature, was the foundation, like you said, just understanding how to study the Bible, understanding how to build a sermon how to teach a Bible class, uh, how to make relationships within the congregation. Uh, there's so many things that are taught at preaching school uh, from those standpoints that really, really make it worthwhile going uh, to the school in person. Yeah, and that was, like I said, you know, that foundation to me. You think about, like you said, just helping you understand how to approach studying the Bible and how to study the scriptures. You know, kind of that process, helping you under helping you helping you learn the process for you. 
do sometimes um, because everybody maybe is a little bit different about the way they do some things. You know, that is absolutely invaluable going forward because that is the foundation. If, if you know how to study the Word of God, then that is the foundation Absolutely. Well, we've got about four or five minutes left. I want to ask you a couple more questions. If a brother in Christ were to ask you whether or not you recommend going into preaching, what would you tell them? And then the second question is, what advice do you have for someone who's thinking about going into preaching? Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I would tell them certainly. I mean, I recommend it. If they're thinking about doing that, yeah, I mean, I'd say, you know, I would suggest it's certainly something that you need to think about, and you need to, you need to know why you're doing it. You know, don't, don't just up and decide one day, well, you know, I think I'm a pretty good public speaker. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm going to go and preach. Um, <laughs> I, that's not going to be enough to get you through whatever school you start. Um, there has to be more of a why there. You have to have the right motivation behind it. Um, but yeah, I would recommend it absolutely. Um, and the advice I would give for someone who's thinking about preaching, whether they want to do it part-time, you know, whatever they want to do, something that, that I would encourage them that I observed in school and even now that we're out of school, I think if there's two things that I've always told folks, you know, if you go to preaching school, whatever, there's just two things you need to have, you need to do in order to be successful. You need to have a, a good attitude, and then you need to be willing to put in the work. Work hard, have a good attitude. And I, I, this was true at Memphis, and and I, I know this is true at other schools as well. If you've got those two things, you will graduate, and you will be fine. Um, it will be hard, perhaps. That doesn't mean it won't be hard. But if someone has a good attitude, and it's obvious to the students and to the teachers that they are working hard, you'll graduate. Um, so. And that would be my advice, is if you're going to go into this, you got to be willing to work. you got to be willing to you know, roll up your sleeves to get to work. And you got and you must have the attitude. you got to have the right mindset. you got to have the right attitude. If you don't have those two things, um, then I would encourage someone to, you know, if you still want to go into preaching, then to do a little bit of a... a it's looking within. Because if you don't have that, it's going to be a tough road. Yeah. Looking back at it, two years in Memphis, it was it was a tough two years, but it was also a, a wonderful two years in so many ways. And we just, we pushed through it. We, uh, we did the grind and, and we made it through it. And I remember the last month or two of, of school thinking, wow. This is almost done. I can't believe it. And it was relief in one sense, but it was also sadness in another sense because I liked it so much. And it was just a wonderful, wonderful experience with uh, with studying God's Word, 
you know, 30 hours a week in class plus outside of class and wonderful instructors and meeting uh, and meeting friends in school and establishing those relationships and just many wonderful things. I mean, even going to the campaigns and, and the restoration trip and, and all those sorts of things, just a lot. I mean, it, it was a blast. I absolutely loved preaching school. And like you, I would definitely recommend it if someone has the right attitude and if they're willing to put it, put in the work. Uh, it is a very, very rewarding experience for sure. Well, Jameson, I appreciate you joining us for the podcast today. And I want everybody to go over to the Scattered Abroad Network, again, scatteredabroad.org, and check out Jameson's podcast, which premieres every Friday, Asking God Why. It's a really good podcast. I know that you'll benefit greatly from, from listening to that and all the other podcasts that we have available at the Scattered Abroad Network. Please tune in next week for our 21st and final episode of this season. We're going to interview one more podcaster, Houston Welch, in our series for the love of preaching. And that will be the end of this season of the Everyday Christian Podcast. I hope you'll tune in next week. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Scattered Abroad Network. If you would like to email us, you can do so at the Scattered Abroad Network at gmail.com. That's the Scattered Abroad Network at gmail.com. Remember, you can check the show notes below for all of our social media platform links. Also, don't forget that you can find us on all major podcast platforms and please leave us a rating or review. We hope and pray that this has helped you grow closer to Christ even though we are scattered abroad. May God bless you.